Thanks. Hello. You're on with Nick and Fiona. And the Oscar goes to... Welcome to The Playlist, where we usually talk about movies and TV shows that are worth your time. But today, it's a special Oscars edition. So a lot of these movies are not worth your time. <laughs> we shall get to that. I'm Fiona Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Bassine. Hey, Nick. Fiona, what just happened? Uh, you tell me. I'm stunned. I'm in shock. We're talking about the 91st Academy Awards. Best... Picture, Oscar-winning Best Picture, Green Book. Unbelievable. You know, there's there's a subset of uh, movie fans that like to play it cool. Like, they don't care about the Oscars, and they're not watching, whatever. Meh. And every year, I get re-excited, and then this is what happens. <laughs> you get kicked when you're down. Yeah, I don't care for that result. We, I've made my feelings known about Green Book. Sadly, I... Did tip you it? You predicted it, yeah. Not because I wanted it to win, but because I thought because, it would win. And because Academy you voters, have seen into the dark hearts of the Academy voters, of, of the Academy voters. Yeah, I just think in a lineup, this film, sure, it quote unquote tackles race, but it makes you feel like you fixed it, and it leaves you with a nice fuzzy feeling that all all that nasty racism business is behind us. I yeah, I just think it's a weak film. Shouldn't have been nominated in the first place, let alone win Best Picture. Yeah, it's kind of baffling. I mean, the the whole telecast was spent patting themselves on the back for being more inclusive and more um, black women winning awards than um, than in the you know in the very long time. Sure, absolutely. Well, it uh, started off really well. First, what was it? First, Regina King. Absolutely, one best supporting actress first off the bat for If Bill Street Could Talk. But then, like the first five categories. Four of those winners were women of colour. Yeah. Non-white women. That's great. Yeah. So Regina King won Best Supporting Actress for If Bill Street Could Talk, as we said. Then one of the directors of the documentary Free Solo, Elizabeth Chai Vassar-Helly. Free Solo won the Best Documentary Feature. Then Black Panther, costume yeah. designer Ruth E. Carter. That was a great speech and 30-year career. She's finally getting recognised. She has worked with Spike Lee back Thanks in the day. Thanks, Spike Lee, for giving her her start. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. And then Hannah Beachler, production designer on um, Black Panther. Reading from her phone. From giving a shout out to New Orleans. That was, was a fantastic speech. It was a good speech. And it was, I mean, the actual speech contrasted with never having seen someone read a speech on their <laughs> phone before made for an interesting juxtaposition. We had uh, to wait till she unlocked her phone to then <laughs> yeah, give the yeah. speech. It was drama. I mean, I guess it makes some practical sense. Everyone else does the paper. The, the guy standing next to her the whole time and then they cut away. And you hear him off screen say, I just want to thank my crew. <laughs> One of the best moments of the yeah. night. You know, landmark moment, a black woman wins for production design, gives an amazing speech about all the people who've supported her throughout her career. <laughs> <laughs> Music plays off, big finish. The white guy comes on, just want to thank my crew. <laughs> that was great. It was pretty good. I, I just don't understand how, which academy are we, you know, looking at? How does this work? I just don't understand how all of those awards go to, they just seem kind of more forward thinking. And then in the end, the biggest one, Green Book. Now, I, I, bad movies get mm. this award all the time. Mm. Well, a I mean, lot most of the time. Oscar thingies, most, if you look back, the film that won the Oscar was not always, quite often, it was not the best film of the year. Yeah, you look yeah. back at all the robberies and it's, yeah, some of the nominees that come up. Crash was one of the famous ones. Oof, yeah. It was real bad. I mean, even last, last year was The Shape of Water, right? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not a that's not a great movie. No. But this one, because it's so many years after Driving Miss Daisy, and you'd think we're we're definitely past this in terms of giving these kinds of movies awards. But but Guess we're not. not. We're not. <laughs> we're right here. All right. So we've started on a bit of a Debbie Downer, but good stuff. Good stuff in the what awards. What was your yeah, well, let, me, let me what's your favorite moment? What was your Spike Lee winning was great. Pity it was only for adapted uh, screenplay, but we did pick that one. I think he gave a great speech. He had a long time to prepare for giving an Oscar speech. He's only ever won an honorary Oscar in the past, but he got adapted screenplay for Black Klansman. Well, it looks like he had the one uh, legal notepad <laughs> and he's been just adding to it over the yeah. years <laughs> because when he was trying to read from it, I don't know if he couldn't read his own handwriting or what, but it was all <laughs> over the place. He was also excited. He just won an Oscar. But it was also a little bit of... Slam poetry going on in there oh, as sure. well. And it, it was very cool, but then he needed to pause for a moment because he needed to find where his place was. Yeah, yeah that was entertaining. The best part about that, I thought, was him jumping into Sam Jackson's arms. Absolutely. That was great. That's a gift we're going to be seeing for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I really loved that. I thought that was great. And just when you, when you see genuine enthusiasm, it's always very nice. Absolutely. Which, movie-wise, forgetting the... Um, the wins for inclusion and everything. Mm. Uh, just putting those aside for a second because those were those were great. But um, until Olivia, they weren't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, until until they were all erased. But Olivia Coleman winning for the favorite was yeah. such a surprise because I I just wasn't enjoying much of anything in terms of like I like Black Panther, but mm. you know in terms of a movie that I really liked and that I wanted to see win some prizes, I was super excited. About that, because what's it? Rami Malik won for Bohemian Rhapsody, and that was a downer. So then, for that to happen, it was great for me personally because I love that movie. And then she was just fantastic. It was all random, and um, and she was clearly very emotional, and it seemed very genuine. Mm. That was fantastic. Very much. That was an authentic kind of oh my god, I've won yes, an Oscar moment. Whereas great. some people, they're actors. Some of them can do the moment of faking the tears and being overcome in an actorly way. But she, that was a natural. Oh my yes. God, I've got an Oscar and apologizing to Glenn Close for this is not the that way I thought great. it should go, but um, it was <laughs> <laughs> blowing a raspberry to them, trying to speed her up. It was quite excellent. She's very good. Well, she's just a very charismatic person, yeah. obviously. And also, I loved, and it points to how good the movie is. The clip got a laugh. Yes. <laughs> you know, like it was a great line. In because the film. it's an entertaining movie. I know. It's a good movie that it should <laughs> Should've be won getting more Oscars. awards. But. Congratulations to Olivia. Coleman. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, well deserved. Uh, yeah, that was great, and I really liked her speech. Listen, I, I haven't seen Roma, so I couldn't. Well, I, you should. I know it was that's my fault, but I really liked. It's Alfonso in your Cuaron's. home. Where is it? In Mexico. You have Netflix in your home. <laughs> I'm not suggesting. It's literally delivered to your house. Let's move on. I know. Yes, it was in the theaters and and on Netflix. Yes. You've had two chances. I had two chances and I blew it. I totally Look, blew it. Look, whatever. It's fine. Um, He's very charming, that Alfonso Cuaron. That Alfonso Cuaron. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I don't mind it winning. I personally preferred Cold War yeah, of the two right. black and white period films. But look, yeah, I, I had quite an emotional reaction to Roma, so I've got no problem with it winning. He got Best Director. It got Best Foreign Film. Yeah. It got cinematography for him as well. And it was very nice. He gave a shout out to his usual collaborator and cinematographer, but Alfonso actually shot this one anyway, but he still gave a shout That's out. That's unusual, apparently. Yeah. 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 You don't see directors getting um, getting those awards or, or being, are, are they normally their own cinematographers? 
Not often. Oh, really, um, Stephen right? um, Soderbergh quite often does. Okay. Doesn't win Oscars for it, though. <laughs> Did you like Rami Malek's speech? Uh, I was hoping he might say more, if you know what I mean, because um, everyone's been very silent about the film that apparently directed itself, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, so so many problems with this whole situation. Yeah. With the director, Brian Singer. They they don't mention AIDS once in the in the movie. All of that yeah. kind of stuff, just crazy. His sexuality is more holding a hand or a look. It's it's very slight the reference. So I mean, yeah, it's the way this film handles Freddie Mercury's life story, but puts the surviving members of Queen in the foreground. And oh, don't even start me on it winning an editing award. Don't even start me. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, so it won quite a few. Look, I had hoped that maybe. Rami Malek in his speech might have acknowledged all of the allegations, you know, the whispers, the stories, the reports about Brian Singer and even the fact that he left the film mid-production and was sacked from it and that it changed directors. Look, this film has a lot of backstory that no one's acknowledging in any of the speeches. It's all very, I want to thank everyone involved and that that sort of skirts away at the the nastiness around it. It seemed like a lot of people were... Either their speeches were had lots of very carefully chosen words so that they could uh, get around having mm-hmm. to thank Brian Singer mm-hmm. um, or, or mention him. I mean, it's he's a, accused of being a pedophile. Mm. Yeah, and uh, look, you know, Rami Malek can do whatever he wants with his platform, but it was you've got the world's attention right now. Maybe if you have an opinion, how how about how this and Green Book. There's so so much controversy and craziness surrounding them both, and they were clearly big favorites of the Academy. Mm. And every time the Green Book won an award, I felt like there was a tinge of defensiveness in um, in the speech, <laughs> in the speeches. And same with Bohemian Rhapsody. Just yeah, it was that that, that was pretty incredible watching people do somersaults uh, or no, not somersaults. Yeah, a little bit. Or, yeah, around to get around to get around the having to talk yeah, about that, a difficult yes, subject. Yeah. I, I mean, I got nervous when Nick uh, Vallelonga took the stage because oh, I thought boy. of his tweets and yeah. I, I hope this broadcast's on a delay if he says something. But. I want to thank all the people cheering at the top of those uh, buildings. <laughs> the, oh man. Anyway, as aforementioned, um, troubling that neither Peter Farrelly, director of Green Book, nor Nick Vallelonga thanked Don Shirley. The other yes, character in their film for that, remember, when they won yeah. the award and indeed when they won Best Film. Mahershala Ali won for Best Supporting Actor in Green Book. And look, he did what he could with that material, but not by any means the best performance nominated. I mean, the problem is he did a fine job, you know, he he did all right. And the movie, it's not the worst movie in the world. Yeah. It's okay, sort of. It is not the best movie in the world. <laughs> The problem is, and I and same with Bohemian Rhapsody, where I can see good things about both of these movies, but when they start winning awards, mm. it's just it it uh, it makes me a lot more um, well hateful mm. about them. Uh, and it's it's f- fair or not fair, but I, yeah, it just 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 makes zero sense. How do you think they went without a without a host? The Oscars. I did not really notice after a little mm, while. Mm. Um, they had that nod to hosting and a host with when Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, and Tina Fey came out mm. and made a bunch of jokes about what hosts normally do. That was mm-hmm. kind of fun. But otherwise... Do you think they tried to get them to host it and they said, we'll uh, do it without actually saying we're the hosts? I don't know. It just seemed like a 
you can rely on them because they've done such a good job with the Golden Globes and Admire Rudolph as well. Yeah, so that's bring a good, it, uh, but maybe they didn't want the Poison Chalice of being the Oscar hosts, and this is their way to. I don't know. It yeah, just seemed yeah. a bit. Well, obviously they were the quasi hosts, but no one because they were first. Yeah, but poor Julie Roberts had to wrap it up. I guess that's the end. She looked like she was trying really hard not to nod to the disappointment that was in the room, even though Peter Farrelly clearly felt some kind of disappointment in the room because he was saying, well, all of them, they kept saying, this is about love, this is yeah. about love. <laughs> don't hate us. Our movie's about <laughs> yeah, love. please don't hate us. Um, it was an awkward end. And, I, I mean, never have I wanted a bad envelope reading more. Oh, yeah, I was hoping. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah, I was mm. hoping for another um, La La Land. Did you, did you miss a host, miss the host? No, and, in fact, I think... It felt quicker. I don't know. I don't know. It felt yeah. like there were less bits. Well, they certainly didn't order pizza for everyone in there. Yeah, they, thank God. Thank God they didn't go into a screening and shoot hot dogs oh, at people that this was year. Great. So that, like, all the stupid things they do with a host, I was fine to leave it out. Um, yeah, it felt a little quicker for an Oscars ceremony. It still went three and a half hours or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Can we bring back the applause during the in memoriam? It is just so. It's hard to get through. Is that terrible? <laughs> it adds a little bit of life. And then for the actors oh. in the... Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, look, it... Well, I apologize but for that. Are... But... And then after the, one of the, after the clip of somebody you recognize, where who would, someone who would normally, Margot Kidder, would, mm. would get more applause than, mm. um, than somebody else. And then they play a little clip from Superman. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. That's the not. I mean, it's yeah, just, I know. Why and are you it, doing that? Just let people react naturally. Sure, but then of course there's there's some people get a heap of applause, yeah, and then yeah. there's just silence. But look, I don't know that they prohibited people from clapping. I, I'm not sure. Oh, I but, thought they made a rule before. Oh, okay, maybe. I think I, I, I that think one. that was the understanding because okay. it's so uncomfortable, and I agree that it mm. is uncomfortable. I don't want to. I didn't see Dick Miller in there, and Stanley Donen just only passed away yesterday or the day before so obviously he didn't make the montage but i didn't we are it's only literally just finished so i haven't really done a double check but i didn't i don't think there were any major omissions or accidental pictures of people who aren't actually dead as in previous was racism years. in there because thank fixed you it. thank you very much racism was in there just not in that section <laughs> no. and the four categories that were taken out and put back in uh, there was a lot of pressure writing on the uh, best hair and makeup category that was the first one in the broadcast. I don't know that the rambling oh. speech necessarily made a good argument for why it should have been kept back in, but I loved it. I like the weird, too excited people. Not that they're weird. I mean the weird moments where people who were having such an enormous a, time in yeah. the world stage and they're overcome and I love it. It's and that's natural, yeah. Exactly. So. I wouldn't want that cut out and shown during that break because they would have cut her out entirely because she wasn't making a whole lot of sense. What were the other awards that were cut out? Cinematography, which went to Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, yeah. Editing, which went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Wait, but we saw them all. Yes, because they were put back in. Oops. Didn't realise that that's what was happening. <laughs> yes. Okay. So they cut the four, which we railed about in our podcast, which was unfortunately recorded they put it back in because we in. complained about it? Probably, yeah. I made a couple of calls. I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Melissa McCarthy and Brian Tyree Henry. I thought that was funny. Wearing Their the costumes, costumes for the costume. Yeah. And yeah. Melissa McCarthy's rabbit thing. That yeah. was good. Yeah. That was a good bit. 
Uh, Elsie Fisher. She said maybe three words, but the way she has just so much energy, mm-hmm. and she presented it like she was doing one of those YouTube movies in eighth grade. And I, yep. that was one of my favorite moments. I thought that was amazing. Yes, more people should have seen eighth grade, and she should have been nominated for an Oscar yeah, for it. Yeah, she was great in that movie, and she was great. She was the best thing about all those presenters reading those that horrible stuff, mm. which all almost all of which was terrible. I don't really remember any of them, and I guess that's the point, because they were just a bit, meh. Uh, movies make you feel yeah. passion and magic. Dreams. And et cetera. Yes. Dreams, et cetera. Yes. No, she did hers in character, and everyone else should have done that who's an actor. Oh, you think she was doing it in character? Well, like you say, she could have been it, Yeah, it looked like it, she was. Great. But I was, oh, I, I, was, I was just being flippant. I, I was just flippant. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I was believing that she's just like that, and I mm. thought, this is wonderful, and she's wonderful. Mm. How did you go on your tips? Not good. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm an expert on um, all things uh, related to movies and, and TV. All evidence to the contrary. Not not <laughs> at, not good at picking these prizes. <laughs> I I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was going to win Best Picture. Um, I thought a lot of things that didn't happen. Mm. Uh, gambling is not my thing. Mm. Unfortunately, this is the first year I've not done an Oscar sweep, and I would have done pretty well because it was not that I wanted Green Book to win, but I had a horrible sinking feeling that it would. Do you think a lot of people would have picked Green Book? Well, a lot of people in the Academy did. <laughs> I don't know. Did you get the small ones, the the shorts and the- I'm sorry. I just want to give a little shout out to period, end of sentence, best documentary you short. That. I yes, did pick that. I remember that. that. I remember yep. that. I love all the talk about menstruation at the Oscars. It was great. I didn't pick- Animated short though, no. But it's it's sometimes in those ones where you can really pick up the goods in a sweep. But yeah, I I think largely I did all right. So were there any you got right, Nick? Oh, um, I got Rami Malek. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so hard picking these things when you know the bad thing is going to win. <laughs> and I like him. Mr. Robot was a great show. He was great in that. He's good. He's good. He's not good. It's Freddie though. And also, I think I made this point last week, but. Like his performance is enhanced by hair and makeup. It's teeth and wigs. My movie's all about teeth. Yeah, and it wasn't even nominated, but in that category, in the hair and makeup category, which is the one it should have been nominated. You're suggesting the teeth should have been nominated. I mean, the people who put the prosthetics and did the wigs and all of that. And outside of that, do you Freddie without the teeth and the hair? And it's just Rami Malek strutting around. I'm sorry, I don't think it was a worthy winner. No, not at all. Uh, Very disappointing. So. A Star is Born got pretty much shut out except for Best Song. It was always going to win Shallow. Yes. Yeah, you got that one then. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I got that one. There's one. And Lady Gaga gave a nice speech about following your dreams and working hard. That was nice. Mm. But they, um, when they sang the song, Mm. I I just started, I got chills because that movie works, but I also, I kind of hate myself for liking it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so dumb. And the way they are staring at each other and looking into each other's mm. eyes, that it's just hilarious. And it, normally I would be laughing at something like that, but I was totally I going for it, just like everybody else. And I think that movie was able to pull that off in and of itself is, deserves some sort of a prize, mm-hmm. which I guess I got one I got that <laughs> so, for the song. Yeah. They have genuine chemistry, and that's a really good song. And I got teary in the movie when, it, when they sang that. And yeah. look- I got no problem with that winning. <laughs> I, no, um, not at all. That's the it was it's, and it's the best song yeah. of those anyway. And much as I love Bathhouse Betty Midler, I did not care for that Mary Poppins song. I had concerns no. that that might 
have an upset, but I'm very glad it didn't. I, I did pick Shallow, and I'm, I'm glad it won. Yes, I love Bette Midler, and um, there was a second where I wasn't sure who they were talking about when they said the uh, what? What is it? The the Divine Miss M. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that could have been anybody whose name began with an M. I had no idea who they were talking about. No, that's her. They should have said Bathhouse Betty. Bathhouse Betty, exactly, or Divine Miss M. Um, she answers to both. <laughs> actually, when she was singing that song, I started to think about how much I liked Wind Beneath My Wings. Did that win an Oscar? Oh, that's a good question. No, it didn't because it wasn't original for Beaches. Who else sang that song? Uh, it's a bit of a shopping list. We've got uh, Roger Whittaker, who originally recorded it, then Sheena Easton, what? Lee Greenwood, Colleen Hewitt, Australia's own. That was a well-known release in Australia. Lou Rawls, Lou Gladys Rawls. Knight and the Pips. Gladys Knight. Gary Morris. This is outrageous. Yeah, so Bette Midler eventually took it on. But I've been living all this time under the assumption that Bette Midler was the only person that sang that song. Mm, you'd be wrong. She did sing it at the Oscars in an in memoriam some years later. Oh, but there you go. didn't get an Oscar for it. Um, how much did you love the Wayne's World uh, redux? How um, about that for discomfort? Yeah, look... I didn't love it because it was for the service of Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> so I was less enthused. What about how they were doing old Wayne's World mm. bits? Dressed in tuxes, oh, not as Wayne man, and Garth. That was Garth. the worst. Uh, also, Aquafina and John Mulaney, not necessarily their fault because they have to read the, that stuff, but uh, that wasn't working either. Yeah. They had a natural flair, <laughs> shall we say, but not good material. They were there to present two awards, kind of heaped a bit of shit on the awards they were presenting. <laughs> that they were the big ones when they clearly weren't the big ones. Yeah. So um, just be mindful that there are people who genuinely want to win this and they're going to come up to the stage moments yeah. away from you heaping shit on their categories. Um, I was really into more than I thought would have expected to be. Barbara Streisand, the banter between her and Spike Lee, they clearly have some sort of connection. That was kind <laughs> of exciting. That was quite fun. She's pretty good. She was pretty good up there. Yeah. She should be in more movies and uh, presenting more things. She directed in A Star Is Born, just not the one that was nominated oh, yeah, tonight. I thought, because when she took the stage, I thought, oh, how might this work for A Star Is Born? Not realizing it was to present Black Klansman. Who knew? Yeah, that was something. Oh, yeah, that was very interesting. Uh, I also noticed, well, I didn't realize just that Joan Didion was involved in the writing of one of those A Star Is Born, the 70s one, I think. Ah. That was a surprise for me. A final note, because bringing it back to Green Book, civil rights hero John Lewis presented it, uh, co-presented it. Yes. With Amanda Stenberg from The Hate You Give. It just adds a level of discomfort to the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, if it was 60 years ago, like this, this story for someone- of that era, like mm-hmm. then, then it's like it's something. It's a it's guess who's coming to dinner? You know, it's it's a it's a big deal, but it's it's just not now, and it just makes it all. It just made it all very. It was a very uncomfortable moment that a film that is mediocre at best, but deals with very real themes of racism in the South in the sixties, but it's kind of pre civil rights. Like it was a really provocative time, right? But the film itself is not good. And to then have John Lewis, who was amazing and, you know, is a, is a leader as a result of what he went through at that time, 
come and get, lend his own lived experience and gravitas to a film that's not great yeah. because it is set during that time. It was uncomfortable and Green Book doesn't deserve his yeah. endorsement. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just, yes, it was tough to watch. Mm. So we brought it back down. Let's end on a high note. Um, what do you got? <laughs> I, uh, oh, um, there was a lot of Spanish Yes. In the awards show overall, and I was um, very uh, happy to hear it from Javier Bardem. He opened up the uh, foreign language category with subtitles. Yeah, all in Spanish. That was great. Diego Luna had a little Spanish. Alfonso Cuaron, that was that was very nice. It was yeah. nice to hear. Mm. Así me gusta. So another Oscars has come and gone. Mm. This time next year, I'm sure we'll have forgotten how disappointing uh, all of this was. I'm hold on to this a little bit. Well, I, I totally forgot about The Shape of Water. That's true. I was really let down by that. I mean, this is a little bit deeper. This this cuts a little bit deeper. Mm, mm. But um, that's the magic of movies. <laughs> <laughs> so what's got Oscar buzz for next year? Um, it was a joke. Oh, oh, I was ready. Um, Alita, Battle Angel. <laughs> Mortal Engines. Nope. Well, that's, um, so that's it for our Oscar special. Make sure you go to wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to SBS The Playlist. Uh, leave a review, a rating. It helps people find the show. If you want to get in touch, we're on Facebook and Twitter at SBS Movies. I'm on Twitter at Nick Basine. I'm on Twitter at Anything But Fifi. Playlist is produced by Jeremy Wilmot. Uh, until next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>